You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's a great football team with a lot of moral fiber and a lot of character, and they showed it. Shout a Buffalo football podcast hosted by Matt Perino and Ryan Talbot. No place else you'd rather be than right here, right now. When it's too tough for them, it's just right. Presented by Syracuse.com and NYUP.com. The Bills make me wanna. Everybody, welcome into the Shout Buffalo Bills Football Spaces, an emergency podcast here uh, with myself and my co-host Ryan Talbot, who uh, was so eager and willing to jump on here to talk about the breaking news of the hour. What is up, Ryan Talbot? Hey, not too much. Yeah, it seemed like uh, a good time to go live with everyone waiting until that 4 p.m. deadline today to hear what Bills were going to do at quarterback. And it was a bit of a surprise, and we're going to get into that in a minute. But I wanted to shout out real quick, Tops Friendly Markets, who sponsors the Shout Podcast. Uh, you can enter for a chance to win $1 million right now by heading over to the website, topsmarkets.com slash redzone. And each week, Kings Hawaiian is pitting two city sliders against each other in the ultimate showdown, and you get to help decide the winner. Vote weekly for your favorite regional slider for a chance to win all season long and earn entries toward the $1 million prize. Explore the interactive stadium to play games, get recipes, share photos, and more. Matt Barkley has not been elevated before the 4 p.m. deadline. The Bills uh, elevate off of their practice squad. Running back Duke Johnson, we're going to talk about that in a minute. And uh, former Vikings cornerback Xavier Rhodes. Ryan, are you surprised with the report that Ian Rappaport has shared that Josh Allen could be in line to play against the Vikings tomorrow? You know, I'm not shocked just because they they said, you know, he was obviously out of practice. They listed him as limited. Um, You saw him at practice, like I just said. So I I always thought there was a chance that he was going to play. I said 50-50, I think, on our uh, Friday preview show in terms of his chances. I just thought that Matt Barkley was still going to be one of the two elevations regardless of – Allen's playing status tomorrow. I thought that, you know, better safe than sorry type of scenario. You can always make Barkley inactive in that case and go with Allen and Keenum. Uh, but it looks like they won. The, the doctors must have signed off on this. They must have looked at Allen uh, and, and that arm and said, hey, it's a minor issue. It's something that we think he can play with. 
obviously possible too that he could just be backing up Case Keenum, but that be there'd be some risk involved in that, just making him the sole backup too, Matt. What about you? Yeah. Yeah, and like, you know, as I put out a story on Wednesday, Von Miller uh, offered his services uh, to play quarterback if they needed him. So maybe that's the plan. Maybe they go with Case and act and, and have Von Miller as the backup. No. Um, you know, the hardest part about this whole week from a reporting standpoint and, and following the storyline for me has been the inability to see behind the scenes at how much he's throwing the football. And because that, to me, is the biggest hurdle that he'll have remember when he suffered the injury um before he had that 70 yard bomb that we were talking about off air a little bit he was kind of like working out the arm working out the elbow kind of flexing his his at the wrist a little bit to kind of you know work through the the slight pain as he said after the game um and so that to me was the biggest question mark but in Rappaport's report he says that he is able to grip a football and he did some throwing on Friday and that gave enough confidence to proceed without elevating Mac Bartley from the practice squad and put Allen in line to play against the Vikings and and for me that feels like you know if you're going to go this route you're probably you know going in with the the thought of starting him and listen the the weather it has the potential to be really messy, Ryan. And this could be one of those games where both teams are are throwing in the the, the high teens, low twenties, and, and maybe you know trying to pound the ball, clock control, uh, that type of game. And maybe that made them feel more comfortable with this. But you know, if he can grip a ball and he can make all the throws, I I, I think if he pass all the tests, yeah. I, I mean, uh, they're not. Go- we were talking about this too. The Bills are not going to put any of their star players or any of their players, for that matter in harm's way. I mean, we've seen the, the kids gloves that they've, they've, they've used on this whole Tredavious white situation. They have slow played his return. He, he might've been able to return two or three weeks ago, but maybe they wanted to check every single box before they uh, brought him back and, and played. And who knows, maybe he won't even return this weekend. Now with Xavier Rose getting called up. Yeah. The one thing we've said about the training staff on this team is that they are thorough. They are among the best in the league. They do what's best for the players. So like you said, he had to check every box for the Bills to sign off on this, for him to be uh, active, for him to possibly play tomorrow. And the fact that he's gripping a football, throwing a football, uh, tells me that they felt very confident in his ability to play. And, you know, you mentioned the elements. The, the Bills can go in with a slightly different game plan. I don't think you're going to see many design quarterback runs if you don't want him taking shots uh, to that you know potential injury. You can hand the ball off more, use the short passing game, something I think that the Bills need to start doing a little bit more anyway. So th- there's ways to work around this if Allen is your starting quarterback tomorrow. Um, a couple of uh, additional news pieces here. We mentioned Rhodes, and let's maybe start there. Uh, he was nursing an injury for a few weeks. The Bills signed him on September 28th. Um, he, he tweaked, uh, I think it was a lower body issue, and, and they put him on that uh, practice squad injured reserve, which kept him out for four weeks. They activated him back to this practice squad, I think a little over a week ago, and now he, he's ready to come up. And I, I don't know where I'm at with this, because on one hand, this could be one of those things where you know the Bills want to elevate him against his former team, maybe bring him out as a captain, uh, do the whole, uh, uh, the, the whole theatrics of it all. Or maybe he could really be in line to play. If Tredavious White is not ready to go, Kyrie Elam is is very doubtful for me 
Um, they list him as doubtful. I- I'm surprised they didn't straight up rule him out. Uh, he didn't practice on Friday. He was he was really limping around when he was doing work off to the side on Thursday. So I thought it was gonna a lot was gonna have to happen for him to be able to play. So now you have healthy Dane Jackson, Christian Benford. That I think if they had to go into this game with those two guys, they they'd be confident in that. But if one of them goes down, who's ready to go? Um, and and what's the status of Travis White? A lot at play here with this with this Rhodes elevation. Yeah, first and foremost with Rhodes, I'd be surprised if they only you know if they only brought him up to make him a captain. That's kind of a no, no knock on him. That's kind of a Rex Ryan move where you, you play to make the former players the captains for that game or go up for the coin toss. I'm not anticipating that, but I think there's a good chance that he plays. And um, first action is a member of the Bills potentially tomorrow. But the one thing I'll say about Rhodes is I went back and I looked at some of his Colts tape, and and he played very well in zone coverage. Uh, when he was healthy with Indianapolis. And obviously the Bills play a lot of zones, so I think they feel comfortable with him potentially being out there, knowing that, as you mentioned, Kyrie Elam, uh, doubtful to play. Don't think you'll see you'll see him on the inactives is my anticipation. So uh, is what I'm anticipating, I should say. So I think, like, I, uh, like you were saying, you're going to see Benford, you're going to see Dane Jackson, possibly Trey White making that his debut. But you still want that depth out there. And a guy like Rhodes, who has all this experience, who... Uh, can come in and help immediately. There's nothing wrong with having another body like that ready to go on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Duke Johnson, uh, a surprise elevation. Um, The Rhodes one makes sense with Elam banged up. There's nobody listed on the injury report at running back um, between Devin Singletary, James Cook, and Naheem Hines. But you're coming off a game against the Jets where the run game was largely ineffective. And uh, so maybe, you know, so one school of thought is that this is a move to maybe shake things up a little bit. Uh, you know, would it be out of the realm of possibility for them to make James Cook inactive in this game and then have Duke Johnson maybe more in a tandem or trio with the other two backs? For me personally, that doesn't feel like what this is. This what what I envision here, and I put it out in a tweet. I think Duke Johnson could maybe take over the punt return duties as Naheem Hines is trying to get a little bit more. Uh, dialed in on this offensive playbook um he's been doing that going back to training camp and i think that they have a lot of confidence in him there or maybe this is a move to completely shake things up uh, i know that before the bills traded for naheem hines a lot of bills fans were clamoring for why not just th- give you know duke johnson a look this is a guy that's had a lot of success especially in the passing game over the course of his career but i just i feel like there's a lot of people ahead of him on the depth chart this one is a little bit of a head scratcher with threats to our nation waiting around every corner adaptability is more important than ever when conditions change without notice quick strategic thinking is crucial and with obstacles consistently impending determination is essential in overcoming them it's this willingness decisiveness and resilience that sets marines apart with our fighting spirit we don't just fight battles we win them Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem-solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah, it, it was an interesting for the second elevation when, when I saw that name come across. But you mentioned it. At training camp in Rochester this year, we did see Duke Johnson back there handling those duties and those responsibilities. I'm pretty confident he had a few returns in the preseason as well. So that's one option for him. Uh, he could just technically be their third back tomorrow, too, if they want to go that route. If there's enough players uh, dealing with injuries on that inactive list, they might just have that extra spot for him regardless. And, you know, Naheem Hines then can focus on being more of a slot receiver for this team. Uh, last year with the Colts, he had, I believe it was 128 snaps between the slot and the outside with Indianapolis. So they really liked him as a pass catcher. 
Uh, I think the Bills, you know, I, Matt, I've talked about this twice this week. They're really missing something out of the slot this year uh, that Cole Beasley kind of gave them that safety valve. And Hines is a different player. He's he's a speed guy, but I would like to see that slot position get more uh, more run, more play for this offense. So maybe that's their thinking is we're going to let him focus on being the slot guy this week, get him more involved in the offense there. Uh, let him make a, a you know a, a more of a grand debut. I know he had a few target. He had one target in uh, last week's loss, but uh, I think he could have a big role come Sunday in the passing game. Um, if you are getting yourself hooked up, uh, you're, if you're staying home to watch the game on Sunday, or going down uh, to, uh, and you want to buy some stuff for the tailgates, head over to Tops Friendly Markets. They got the Christmas bonus program going on right now, and um, basically. If you buy gift cards, they're going to hook you up with over 25 gift cards to choose from. There's something for everyone on your list. And don't forget to treat yourself to some extra savings. Save on great gifts like top toys and games from GameStop or Toys R Us at Macy's. Great family dining at Applebee's or Buffalo Wild Wings. Or get that new big screen TV from Best Buy that you've been eyeing. Uh, you could be Santa's biggest little helper with Christmas bonus from Tops for a complete list of, av- of available gift card savings. Visit topsmarkets.com slash Christmas bonus. Ryan, how much does your the way you view this game change now with the potential of Josh Allen playing? We put out our preview story today. I had the Bills winning 20-17. to 17. We talked about the reasons why you had the Vikings winning 24-17. If he is in line to play, if he starts, does that change things for you at all? Oh, absolutely. I, I give the Bills uh, much better chances of, of winning this game tomorrow. Even if they go on with a different offensive philosophy, running the ball more, trying to establish the run, going more with the short passing game. Uh, Allen's depth of target the last few weeks has been a lot higher. Uh, so maybe it's just that short passing game to make sure that defenders aren't hitting him, getting their hands on him. Uh, is If he is on the field, that greatly helps this offense out in terms of moving the ball, in terms of the playmaking that they can do, uh, and then just the overall confidence level I have in that offense to execute. Uh, I know that the Bills have not been perfect the last six quarters, especially on offense, but uh, with Allen back there, it's a completely different offense than it would have been with a Case Keenum, and that's no knock on Keenum. I think Keenum's among the best backups in this league, in the league right now, but... Uh, you're talking about one of the best, if not the best quarterback in the league in Josh Allen. So obviously your confidence level, if the Bills feel he's healthy enough to play, uh, the fan base should feel a lot more confident about this game as well tomorrow. Uh, we're going to go for about 20 minutes here. We're, we're about 10 minutes in. Thank you so much for listening here on this special shout uh, edition of uh, Twitter Spaces. Uh, this is sometimes an easier platform. We're going to put this out on all the audio platforms right afterwards. We got uh, Mitchell Thomas. If you guys want to get involved here, we got a few extra minutes. Uh, request to speak. I'll bring you in. What's up, Mitchell? What do you got for us? Do we got you, Mitchell? You got to unmute your microphone. That's always kind of a confusing thing with these Twitter Spaces. We got him. Uh, it still shows him as being muted on my end. It does. It does show him as being muted on my end as well. Um, while we wait uh, for Mitchell maybe to figure out his speaker situation, Ryan, we also talked uh, on the show yesterday about keys to the game. Offensively speaking, what do you feel like the biggest challenge is for this Bills offense in terms of facing what the Minnesota Vikings offer to them defensively with, you know, obviously they have Harrison Smith on the back end. I think one of the, you know, premier tandems at edge rusher in the league in uh, Daniil Hunter and Zadarius Smith. I mean, Bob Miller 
presented Smith with his flowers this week, talking about how much he's just been impressed with, you know, just eight and a half sacks, his pressure rate, all, all the good stuff that he's offering off of the edge for the Vikings. But what are the challenges that, that you feel this offense faces? Well, I think it's protecting Allen or or Case Keenum, depending on how this shakes out tomorrow. Uh, you mentioned it. They, they have some good pass rush options there. Uh, the offensive line has been a little bit up and down this season. We've seen some really good games from them. We've seen some other efforts where they've either struggled in run blocking or pass protection. Um, the, the one thing that Allen's done better than almost any quarter, quarterback in this league over the past few years is elude pressure. Um, get out, escape, run with his legs, or just roll out of the pocket and then extend plays in that regard and then find the guy down the field. So with him dealing with any kind of injury, no matter the severity, you want to limit the amount of hits that he could potentially take. So you got to make sure that uh, you're protecting Allen at all costs tomorrow. Maybe that means keeping an extra lineman in there uh, or using one of your tight ends as an extra blocker, however that shakes out. But for me, Matt, that's what it comes down to for the offensive key of the game. What about you? You know, one thing for me that I'd like to see them do a little bit more, I don't have the exact number in front of me here. Uh, I I should have done a little bit of research, but again, this was emergency pod, so uh, apologies. But I I saw a number this week that when the Bills go heavy in their jumbo package, and and it's included Bobby Hart this season, they're passing at a a really high rate. I mean, obviously much more than they're running out of that um, look. And I think that that's one thing where, you know, if you're looking to get the running game going and you're looking to be a little bit more physical and, you know, if you're Aaron Cromer and you empowered your guys this week to, you know, maybe, you know, turn things up in that department a little bit, I think you just try to get downhill. And one of the best ways to do that, to, to mitigate that pass rush on the edge is running right at a team. And if they put on the tape of the bills so far this season, that when they bring that, that extra offensive lineman out there, it's been to pass the football. So you can, you know, run right at them and, and potentially put them in a bind with the run game and see if you can maybe get a little bit of that magic. The jets had going against the bills last week, but this time with your own run game, whether it be Devin Singletary, James Cook or Naheem Hunt. Yeah. I, I really feel like getting Devin Singletary going is a key to the game as well. And offense where, We saw how effective he was against the Chiefs, how effective he was against the Packers. But it comes down to giving him 14 to 17 carries, somewhere in that range. That's what he received in in, in the two matchups, 17-1, 14 in the other, I believe. So getting him more established, you only gave him eight carries last week against the Jets. And, you know, mind you, some of those drives that the Jets put together ate up a lot of clock. It may have taken away from Buffalo's game plan to maybe get him more involved. Uh, But I want to see that first and foremost. Uh, when it comes to James Cook, I, he had some really nice runs last week specifically where he bounced off of defenders, kept his footing, and, and kept moving forward. So I'm starting to see some improvement there as well. So get those two guys some opportunities. Uh, try to establish the run. That That's one thing that I'd like to see this offense do more of. And I, I think tomorrow, especially with the potential weather conditions with Allen uh, possibly playing through this injury, that's something you're going to see them do is try to get that run game really going. And, and that might benefit the Bills long-term as well. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing a lot of questions about uh, about Tredavious White. Uh, somebody just tweeted at me, have I heard anything about Tredavious White starting or not versus the Vikings tomorrow? And it, and it got me thinking, no, I haven't, first of all. Uh, that's something that they're going to keep completely buttoned up, likely until 11.30 a.m. tomorrow when inactives come out. Um, but I wouldn't be, and we talked a little bit about this on the show this week, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't play this week. I know that he's, you know, really trending in a good direction. He's been in this in these great spirits. He's got another week of of practice. And honestly, if you were asking my opinion at this point, I think he's closer to playing than not. 
obviously, and, and I'd, pro- I'd probably put his chances against the Vikings at, you know, 75, 80% that they're going to let him finally play uh, at, inside Highmark Stadium in front of a home uh, stadium that's been kind of clamoring for him to be back. And we're, we're approaching the one-year anniversary, Ryan, and I think that they've really done a nice job of giving him the kind of runway to get back to 100%, to have a chance to be as close to the player that he was before. Um, and so maybe it was just, you know, with a healthy defensive backs room, especially a corner, oh, specifically a cornerback, the last few weeks, there wasn't an urgency to rush him back, and they wanted to make sure that they gave him enough time in practice. And now he's kind of gotten that. He's he's had a, a couple of really solid weeks. I think it, I think we're now at four full weeks of practice, and then that obviously the one week in between uh, where where the Bills were on a bye. And, and now I think we're closer than we've ever been. Yeah, and the coaching staff knows just how close he is if he's going to be ready to go tomorrow. Uh, I, I don't think they kept him out of last week's game because it was an away game or anything like that. I think it had more to do with the playing conditions on that field. Um, but getting him back for a home game, I think, one, that would get the crowd really juiced up tomorrow. That would get him pretty juiced up tomorrow. Uh, two, I, I feel like with all this practice that he's put in now, you and I have talked about this for weeks. You want to make sure he has enough practice reps in where you feel like he's in game shape. It's, it's There's one thing to being in good shape and then being in game shape. And I think now after a few weeks of practice, he's definitely going to be in game shape. So you can get him rotated in. Uh, Kyrie Elam's injury, that obviously could factor into in terms of what his role will be uh, tomorrow. I don't think you're going to see him get thrown out there for a a, a significant amount, amount of reps, 80, 85, something like that, percent of the, the snaps. But you're still going to maybe get him into a rotation, get him more comfortable. So that way, as the weeks go on, as the season gets deeper and deeper, you can have a uh, a bigger and bigger and more carved out role for him. Um, all right, before we get out of here, Ryan, what is your final prediction for the game tomorrow? Are you changing it? Do I have to update our article over at New York Upstate and Syracuse.com? Oh, boy, put me on the spot here. If Josh Allen starts tomorrow, which all signs are trending that way, I will go 27-24 Bills. Ooh, so you're changing things up a little bit. I'll change it up. I'm going to give the Bills the benefit of the doubt and give them uh, 10 points with Allen in there. One of the things that the one of the reasons I'm so confident, even if Keenum were to play and the Bills winning this game, is the secondary pieces. I wrote about that as one of the keys to the game. And you know, talking to Gabriel Davis this week, um, Dawson Knox, who's you know had kind of like a quiet season, although I think he's second in on team with 20 receptions, tied with Isaiah McKenzie. There's just got to be more production there from those three guys, yes. the guys that you know uh, going into the season and, and really going back to training camp. I was talking about this with Nate Geary this morning. In training camp, Isaiah McKenzie was – it was all – the trending bar was completely through the sky. And it's completely dipped the other way now into the season. And I think that they just need to find a way to get those guys involved and, and find some of the rhythm that, that Ken Dorsey was talking about earlier in the week. Yeah, I, I'm interested to see how this offense is going to shake out tomorrow. Obviously, you have to give Diggs his targets and his role, but – uh, a lot of those secondary roles that have not been carved out, I think, as anticipated in terms of the game-by-game uh, stats or production that we are anticipating. So it'll be interesting to see how everyone plays behind Diggs throughout that receiver tight end position. If you're going out to tailgate early tomorrow, stop by the Topps Carryout Cafe. They'll hook you up with the legendary breakfast pizza. It's only $20. They have uh, subs, sandwiches, wraps, apps, sides, and so much more. Visit topsmarkets.com slash redzone for the complete menu of ready-to-enjoy fan favorites. All right, he's Ryan Talbot. 
I am Matt Perino. Thank you for listening to this Shout Spaces edition. We'll be back with you tomorrow at about 7 o'clock after the Bills game. Eh, maybe earlier than that. Maybe like 6 o'clock. Uh, we look forward to t- talking to you all then. Thanks for joining us.